there, everybody. Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati, and today we're talking about all of the advice I'm so glad I didn't take. <laughs> you know, when I come and hang out with you, I, I really don't come with much of a script. I have a few points written down, but really it's kind of like stream of consciousness, whatever is up for me in the moment and whatever I feel might be of value to you guys is what I'm bringing to you. So I hope that it's serving you and uh, I thank you for giving me this outlet and this opportunity to chill with you guys uh, while you're in the car driving, taking your walks, hanging out, whatever it may be. I am super, super thankful for you. Uh, so today I'm talking all about good advice that I'm glad I didn't take, right? Like we can always talk about Good advice that changed our lives, good advice that we heard in our childhood or we read in a book somewhere that was literally life-changing and we, we remember it to this day. But I think there's also some advice that maybe we didn't take, that we're proud that we didn't take, excited that we didn't take because our lives would have been completely different if we had taken the advice of well-meaning people, but advice that wasn't necessarily for us. Uh, You know, I think that, you know, people, people come to us with advice. Sometimes we ask for it, sometimes we don't. Uh, but they're looking at life from their set of lenses. They are they are looking from the outside at you and your essence and what you do and how you feel, not really knowing what that is precisely because nobody is you. Uh, so often people are well-meaning and they come at us with the greatest of intentions, but at the end of the day, we have to decipher if the advice that they're giving us is right for us and you know, whenever you're seeking advice, and we do, we all go outside of ourselves to seek advice. And you know, I always say the answer is within. That doesn't mean we don't also invite other opinions and ideas, but we ultimately make the decision. We ultimately decide what we're going to take action on and what we're not. And we're never going to just take a piece of advice because someone we love told us to. We really have to sit and, and work with it and think about it and make a decision about if that's the right or wrong course of action for us. So in that vein, I invite you, as as I'm sharing the advice that I'm glad I didn't take, uh, to think about some of the advice that you're glad you didn't take, because again, you get to choose. So here we go. The first piece of advice I heard since I was a child, like in school, this is something they teach us. They say, stay in your lane, stay in your lane, like pick something that you're good at and go all the way with that one thing. And I don't know about you guys, but that felt so limiting and restricting to me. I I didn't even know it at the time, but looking back on how I felt when people would tell me to stay in my lane, it was an icky feeling. It was a feeling of boredom and it was a feeling of, oh my goodness, like it's like a life sentence of sticking to one thing your entire life. And we could be talking about hobbies, professions, friends. We could be talking about anything here. Uh, 
I obviously have learned throughout my life that I thrive on variety. While while I love consistency and being in control of a situation situation and knowing what comes next, I also really thrive on variety, especially when it comes to my work. I I don't want to stay in my lane. I don't want to choose one thing and go all the way with that one thing. I want to maybe take something that I'm super passionate about and then do a lot of different things in that world. And so the example that I have for you is... um, is my own career. I I chose the field of coaching and girls empowerment because obviously that's that's where my sweet spot is. That is something that moves and inspires me. But in that world, I have the opportunity of exploring so many different paths. I had the opportunity to write a book. I have the opportunity to connect with you guys here on a podcast. There's the opportunity to do Facebook and Instagram lives and offer a curriculum and part of my part of my daily work is working with girls part of it is training women so i want you to think for yourself about how you feel when you've been told to stay in your lane i know you've heard it too and maybe that works for you uh, this is not at all to diminish the importance and and maybe the resonance that this has for you but for me staying in my lane felt Uh, like it wasn't for me. And it really wasn't until I started listening to, and I'm sure many of you who listen to this podcast have heard of Marie Forleo. She is a life coach who really has always spoken about how it's totally okay to be a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And she was such a beautiful example of that to me at a time where I really needed to see someone else rocking it at doing different things in her business. I mean, she's a dancer. She is. Um, she has her own internet television show called, uh, gosh, what's it called? Oh my goodness, I'm totally drawing a blank. But her name is Marie Forleo. If you look her up on YouTube, you can see hundreds of her episodes that she's also now turned into podcasts. Um, but she brings a lot of humor and fun into into the lessons that she teaches. She's also written books. So she was an amazing example for me of what it is to take all of the things that you're passionate about and give each and every one of them some attention, but to also be able to bring it all together. Staying in your lane, but kind of not, because you're staying in your lane by following your bliss and following your passion, but you're also exploring all of the other different uh, opportunities that come up with all of that. So consider yourself and how you can take all of your passions and use them in a way that works for you. If you thrive on variety like I do, you get to plan out your day as an entrepreneur, as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. You know, first part of the day is meeting with clients. Second part of the day is writing your book. Third part of the day is recording a podcast. How are you going to allocate your time? And if you, like me, didn't like hearing the advice of staying in your lane, this is your sign and this is your opportunity to change it up for yourself and to do what feels right and to not feel like, you know, you are a jack of all trades and master of none. How many times have you heard people say, you don't want to be a jack of all trades and a master of none? I think you can master many things in your lifetime. Don't let people tell you that you can't. 
Okay, next piece of advice that I am so glad I didn't take is to be realistic. <laughs> so this is this is a funny one because, because on one hand, I do believe that we must be realistic. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of when it's right to take that advice, but what I mean when I say that I'm glad I didn't take that advice. So right now, we're in the midst of the pandemic. If you know, you're know you listening to this in real time, you know that we're in month nine of the global pandemic, and things are kind of cray-cray in the world. So I choose to be realistic right now about a lot of things. I choose to be realistic about the fact that you know, things are going to be different. Business is going to look different. Uh, gathering with friends is going to be different. I I can't do the things that I once could do. Uh, and I accept that. I must accept that reality because if I don't, I'm just going to be miserable all the time. That's something I can be realistic about. Something I won't be realistic about is things like in this global pandemic, people are like, you know, you, you got to prepare yourself. This is, this is, we're all like in the business world going to suffer a lot of losses. And, you know, you just have to be realistic about your business. It's not going to be as successful as it was before the pandemic. That's when I refuse to accept that kind of advice because it totally doesn't serve me. And the truth is, I have been completely, you know, uh, thinking outside the box when it comes to my business. And my business has boomed since the pandemic because I have chosen to not listen to the advice of people who told me to be realistic. Instead, I have believed that, you know what? In the midst of a pandemic, there is opportunity that also comes. And I have leaned into that opportunity. In our business, for example, we empower women to empower girls. And our girls need to be empowered now more than ever. There is a ton of uncertainty and instability. I see my own daughters who are 14-year-olds with their own struggles with the pandemic. They can't see their friends as much as they used to. Even if they do, they can only be with four or five girls. They don't get to go to school anymore. It's like so much to deal with. So our girls need us right now. And so I leaned into this idea that we need more women facilitating our program and going out there and impacting our girls when they need it the most. And that was my core belief because, you know, it's a passion business. I'm passionate about serving the girls. And and so we made it work and we made our business uh, elevate in the midst of a pandemic by choosing not to be realistic. So again, when people tell you to be realistic, you've got to take that for yourself to, to understand what it means in your life. Sometimes you need to be unrealistic. Okay, I'm going to give you another example. When my husband and I were trying to have a baby, I mean, if you've heard some of our previous podcasts, you know, we we had quite a journey in getting pregnant. And so many people at so many different points in the game said, you know what, Melody, after multiple cycles of in vitro, they were like, just be realistic. This is not going to happen. You know, go go and, you know, think of other options. Think of other options. I had no problem with other options, but I just kind of knew I wasn't there yet. We knew that that wasn't where we needed to go in our journey yet. And so we chose to be unrealistic. The statistics pointed to us not being successful and having a pregnancy. And we chose to be unrealistic. We chose to believe in miracles. We chose to think outside of the box and it happened for us. So 
I'm not saying that it always ends well, but I am saying that sometimes you've got to go against the grain and you've got to really listen to the voice of your heart as opposed to all of the outer uh, variables and people who, who think they know best but don't necessarily know best. Okay, guys, third one is fake it until you make it. That's a piece of advice I've heard so much. Fake it until you make it. And I have to tell you, I tried to take that advice because, you know, there were times where I was feeling fearful and especially in my business, like faking it until I made it. And that lasted like a minute for me because it just didn't feel right. Like my whole uh, business and message is about being real and being authentic and being who you are and speaking your truth, even if your voice shakes. So for me to fake it until I made it was not going to work out for me. And obviously it didn't. And I'm so glad it didn't. And I want to offer that to you. Um, faking it until you make it is not a uh, solid advice because when you go out there faking anything, you can't sustain it. You can't sustain it because it's not real and it's not you. So instead of faking it till you make it, I would encourage you to, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. Instead of faking it till you make it, you can admit to the fear. You can just be real. If, you know, if your cheeks are getting rosy because you're, you're nervous or your hands are shaking Whatever it may be, you're still showing up as your real self. And that's what I've done with with our audience is I am, you know, a person who is filled with anxiety. And of course, I've worked through it over the years, but it still comes up. And I'm just super honest about it. I I show up with with all of my colors, all of my uh, challenges. And I believe that that's what's created the community that we have, because when I can do that, people can see themselves in that example. And they're like, you know what? I can do that too. I can feel the fear and do it anyway. I can step outside of my comfort zone and still be real and show up in a very, very real way. Um, and so, so faking it until you make it, if that sounds not cool for you as well, I really encourage you to just lean into all that you are, no matter how you're feeling and just be honest with yourself and be honest with those that you serve about how you feel. So I hope that that one helps you as well. And I want to offer you an alternative to all of this, you know, like we said at the very beginning of today's podcast, uh, we this is all advice that comes from the outside of us, right? It is it is advice of people who have never lived a day in our lives, and that's just how it is. And so, so my offering to you today is instead of seeking advice all the time on how you should live your life and what kind of moves you should make in your business, in your personal life, in your relationships. Listen to your intuition, your intuition. And we teach this to our girls in one of our workshops. It's called intuition and finding your voice. Many of us as young people did not get the opportunity to be introduced to our intuition. And it for me, it wasn't until a little bit later in my life. I mean, I can look back on all the times that my intuition spoke to me and that I didn't listen because I just didn't know what it was. Uh, and so, so empowered women, empower girls, we are here empowering ourselves and, uh, you know, take this to, to your own heart, but also take this 
to the young people in your life, to the girls that you love and introduce them to their intuition. And what is intuition? It's simply that inner voice of knowing. You know, we we have gotten accustomed to calling it that gut feeling. You know how sometimes you have a gut feeling or sometimes they say it's women's intuition. Well, that's a very real thing. And the more we learn to tune into our intuition, the louder the voice of our intuition becomes. The less we need to seek outside advice and seek other people to to tell us what to do and how to live, and the more we can feel confident in what our inner voice of knowing is trying to share with us, what she's trying to tell us about who we are and what we truly, truly want. Uh, So I invite each and every one of you to know that there is a voice deep inside of you that knows, that knows exactly what the next right step is in your life. Um, And I encourage you from here on in to really focus on where you're putting your attention and, uh, and allow yourself to reflect back to you with your intuition what it is that you know to be true for you. Guys, I hope this episode has served you. If it has, I invite you to think of just one person, one person who this may help in some way and share this with them. And know that the more that we share these podcast episodes, the more we can make this type of information, girls and female empowerment, go viral. So please share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It would really, really mean the world to me. And if you want to elevate your empowerment game even further and hang out with us in our Facebook community, we are in a Facebook group called The Business of Empowering Girls impact plus profit. I would absolutely love to see you guys there and uh, I will catch you next week on our next episode. Bye guys. Mm -hmm.